You are listening to Exquisite Conversations, hosted by Kim. Sierra, thank you so very much for joining me for this new episode of Exquisite Conversations. Um, how are you doing? How's everything going? You know, I open my phone every day and I just see every day you are just active, doing something. I'm like, this girl don't sleep. <laughs> so tell us, how is everything going with you? Everything is going good. Thank you so much for having me on Exquisite Conversations. Definitely always good catching up with you. I love your energy. Um, yeah, so I've, you've probably seen me online a lot, but honestly, um, I tell everybody I'm about that work smarter, not harder life, so I am a pre-scheduled queen. Um, but other than that, I've just been busy, um, you know, running my business and getting everything ordered outside of slowly opening back up. So just trying to get back into that lifestyle again. Yeah, definitely after a year in quarantine, I can relate to that so much. (laughs) So for those who aren't familiar with all of the wonderful things that you do, give us an introduction of who Ms. Sierra Patterson is and all of the wonderful things you've got your hand in. Yeah, so for everybody that's new to, um, well, first time knowing me, um, my name is Sierra Patterson. I am the owner of Art to See the Beauty Boutique. I am a global award-winning makeup artist and educator. I'm also a brand identity strategist for emerging beauty professionals. Um, So in my business on the makeup side, I help everyday women leaders discover how to achieve everyday makeup in 30 minutes or less because I'm about that work smarter, not harder life. And also as a brand identity coach, I help um, beauty professionals who are I'm looking to scale their business online through social media, which I was able to grow my business, actually triple my business revenue within a year by building my presence online, and I help other beauty professionals learn how to do the same thing by creating signature online visibility strategies to work with their brand. Awesome. So (laughs) I feel like you got to take a breath after that, like, (laughs) so I do two different things so part of me is my makeup side um so I started off as a makeup artist and I did makeup I've been doing makeup for about seven years and outside of makeup about 90% of my clients are entrepreneurs so most of them are entrepreneurs they're busy moms they have a lot of things on their plate and they desire to apply makeup but they would always tell me like well I just don't have time to do my own makeup um so I decided to create different makeup strategies that would help them learn how to do their makeup in 30 minutes or less. Last year, I helped about 150 women become comfortable with doing their everyday makeup, which will transition them like from daytime makeup to nighttime makeup. So that's one side of what I do. Um, and then part of that, because my business scaled so much um, very quickly when I first started doing makeup, a lot of beauty professionals were seeking out for help. So I decided to start my Booty Beauty Bosses um, VIP Elite Program, which is where I kind of work with beauty professionals one-on-one and helping them kind of build their own signature strategies to build their online presence. Because I felt like when I first started my business, Um, I was doing a lot of comparison to what everybody else was doing, and it was just not working. And I had to learn how to do things, you know, what was was more to what my clients were looking for. Um, And I kind of used those same same skills in helping other beauty professionals build their businesses. So that's kind of two sides of what I do. Okay, awesome, awesome. 
So I know you, you did mention um, in the beginning that, you know, you've been able to scale your business over the past year and everything. And I know um, just like how we were saying, like, you know, it's definitely been a transition with or outside mm-hmm. opening back up. But what was it like, you know, when everything, because I think the last time you and I spoke was probably like, I feel like right before the quarantine and everything happened, like everything became yeah. so official, you know, what was it like for you to have to kind of like, because you do makeup, so you're, you're used to being, you know, working with the public, working with people, mm-hmm. you know, what was it like having to like alter things in a way <laughs> so that you could be able to, yeah, you know, it was, you know, it was crazy because, you know, I do makeup, so I'm in contact with people all the time, so I had to pretty much like, cancel all of my bookings for quite a long time. A lot of weddings and stuff were getting rescheduled. So it was really crazy. But um it kind of ended up working out because that gave a lot of people were home, right? So a lot of people had more time on their hands and people wanted to learn how to do makeup. So I kind of switched it out to where I wasn't doing makeup as much, but I was offering virtual services, like virtual makeup classes, different workshops and things like that, that could help people who were home and kind of give that break in between the day. Cause I know everybody's doing like work at home stuff now. So mm-hmm. those virtual makeup classes kind of added like a break throughout the day. Okay. That's a very, like, I love how you, pivoted with everything that was going on because I'm sure like many other you know with everyone else kind of going through the same thing it was like we were all trying to scramble for a way to Mm -hmm. figure out like how do I okay how do I make this work how can I run my business still be successful and provide you know sitting in the house (laughs) right so I really commend you on like you know adjusting with the times and figuring out a, a very unique approach to being able to still see your business go where you need it to go. So um, I love your passion and your energy when it comes to um, when you speak about the beauty industry and, you know, your experience and what you do. It's like I can really see and hear, like, such a passion and such a love for what you oh, do. So, thank you. <laughs> so how did you. how did you first become interested in makeup and being a makeup artist? Like, was it always makeup? I, I always hear these stories of, some people would be like, child, I was this, and then I was that, and then I was this, and then I was that. So was that kind of what you had to go through in the beginning? No, actually, I didn't start wearing makeup until I was in my late 20s, probably about 27, 28. Um, I'm actually a huge tomboy. Most of, most of my family is boys and men. So I really was never into makeup, and it shocks people every time I say that. But I didn't start doing makeup until I was in my late 20s because I was a bartender. I got a bartender job as a kind of side hustle thing. And, you know, I had to learn how to look cute behind the bar. So I went to YouTube University at first. (laughs) <laughs> and I learned how to do my makeup, and a lot of people would approach me at the bar. A lot of women be like, "You must get your makeup done every time you come before you come to work." I'm like, "No, I'm doing my own makeup." And you know, it just started from there. Like I started doing my friends' makeup, then a lot of the people when I was bartending actually started promoting me, and they started becoming clients in makeup. So it just took off from there. Wow! And then you know, doing it for friends and coworkers just. Kate, like, it pivoted again into, like, this whole business, this whole brand. Yeah, it did. And I, I never thought I would be a makeup artist. I never, like, when I was younger, I dabbled more in hair than I did in makeup. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy how everything kind of circled back to things that I wanted to do when I was younger. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, and you're the first person I've heard that, uh, you know, it's, 
they didn't really get interested in into into this industry until they were like you know older. Like I know for some people, it usually starts younger. Yeah, um, yeah. But I always hear the story. Some people start off as a cosmetologist. <laughs> I always nice. hear that. <laughs> yeah. So what was it? What's it been like? You know, over the past like two three years, like you know, you're doing makeup. It's what you love. It's what you do. You know, but you're also adding on these other components of your business as well. You know, um, being that you are engaging with so many different entrepreneurs on a consistent basis, like what's that been like? You know still holding on to that love while expanding at the same time and in such a very unique way because you're cornering a market that I don't see any other <laughs> makeup artists, you know, no offense to them, like mm -hmm. any other makeup artists locally doing anything like that. Yeah, I think it was most for me when I first started my business. Um, it was very hard. Like, it was very hard. Like, starting up, I was new in the area. I wasn't originally from Charleston. And, you know, um, it was very hard. That's just, that's all I can think of. It was very hard at the time in building my business. And I was doing makeup, you know, building my clientele, but it was, I just wasn't getting a lot of attraction, and I just felt like I was just doing a lot of things because I was comparing to what other people were doing, which I thought at the time was right. But as I began to scale my business, I ended up actually getting a business coach that really transformed my life. Her name is Tiana Robinson, um, and I started working with her. She um, does Makeup Mogul University, and she, you know, I learned so many things from her, and it made me realize that so many other beauty professionals were also struggling the way I was. So I always said when I was growing my business that if I ever had the opportunity to help other beauty professionals learn the business side of makeup, because makeup is makeup, right? But makeup, you got to, it's a business, and you got to learn how to do it on the business side. So I started doing the makeup. Um, I started helping people with the business side of makeup, and that's where it kind of transformed from there because, like, so many things I struggled with was networking and just learning how to scale my business and understanding my money, and that's what kind of moved into shifting of me helping other beauty professionals identify their brand. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, um, and I, I liked what you said about, you know, it being hard because so many people, you know, so many people get online and say things like that make you think that starting a business is easy and, you know, it's not to – you know, saying that it's hard, it's not supposed to, it's not necessarily to discourage you. It's just, it's a hard experience. Like, you know, mm -hmm. going through the, the motions and creating, like, I always look at starting a business, like giving birth <laughs> to a right. another being, giving birth to something that's in your mind and making it a real thing. So it is a hard experience, but you have killed it. Like, and you're <laughs> continuing to kill it, you know? So, I feel like now, and especially with the beauty industry, like black women especially have revolutionized the industry so much. You know, mm -hmm. we've brought so much diversity to it when it comes to trends, when it comes to uh, talents, all these different things. Like we've done so much for the beauty industry and revolutionizing it. And I consider you to be someone that's 
a part of that, especially on a local sense. Oh. How, do you, <laughs> how do you feel like being considered like a role model for a role model for other people within this industry? And you know, you you've been recognized globally, locally. Like <laughs> you know, you're a big deal. Like I need you to know that. <laughs> boost my head up. Boost my head up. No, <laughs> no. I, I felt honored, like because I know how like I had hard hard I had to work and you know a big thing part of it is that you know most people believe that you have to live in a big town you have to have a thousand ten thousand followers you have to be like this huge celebrity makeup artist right and people think that that's what you need to in order to be successful and I was able to prove that you really don't like really you just need to um, create your own wave. That's part of what I did. I just, instead of me started doing so much of what other people were doing, I just started creating my own thing. And that's what kind of helped. Like when I first started my business, I didn't have, I think when I really started to scale, um, when I won the global award, I think I only had like maybe 500 followers. And my clientele was strong, but they were consistent, you know, consistent clients. It's an honor. Like I just, I really feel honored because I just really remember how hard and frustrating it was for me trying to grow my business and that's why I put so much passion and effort into helping other people because I don't want them to make the same mistakes I did growing my business. I try to avoid people, you know, wasting a lot of money like I did. So a lot of things that I help people with is really to help them avoid the mistakes and learn how to just create their own wave versus following the wave. That makes sense. Okay, I love I love that creating your own wave. Like I always, what I enjoy most about these interviews is like everybody gives me like a new quote. <laughs> like a well, new you quote. Know, my my biggest quote, and my thing, my biggest thing was, you know, a lot of people think in the makeup industry that you have to be super booked, you have to be super busy, and I just did not want to do that. I did not want to kill myself working, you know, so hard. So my biggest thing was to be booked out but not stressed out. I think that's very, very true. Yeah, I, you know, I just didn't want to just kill myself working because I felt like when you do that, you start to, you know, hate what you do. And I started getting at that feeling. So I just started to, you know, do my own thing and it worked better because I'm not working so, so much under stress. And it's more of what I love to do versus what I guess you kind of kill yourself trying to do. Okay, I think that's a very, very valid point. Um, so. You know, you've come so far, you've had so many different clients, you've learned so much. What is, uh, what's a memorable experience or a memorable maybe client or uh, a memorable part of your journey that you can like really recall that really like stood out to you and impacted your life in a, a big way? Um, I would definitely say when I won the Exquisite Enterprises, um, Top 25 <laughs> Local Black Business Award, like that was, I was like, what, me? Like, little me? That was definitely one that was life-changing because it, it made me realize for a long time I didn't, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur sometimes, you know, we're hard on ourselves. We're, we're our worst critics and we don't see a lot of things that we do because we're in it. And that was just like a sign. I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. And, you know, somebody sees what I'm doing. 
um, that would be one experience. And then also with my Global Award, it all ties back to like the awards because at the time, I think that was one of the hardest years of my business. I wasn't seeing a lot of growth. I felt like I was stuck and being complacent. But those two awards, you know, kind of reassured me that I was on the right path. Okay, awesome. Well, I am honored to be considered yes. a part of that. <laughs> yes, you are. I still have my award like right here hanging on the wall. Yes. Oh, yay. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I know you are, I know you are like the, you do so, you're such a, I, I, I want to refer to you as a beauty expert because I love how you brand yourself. You know, I love seeing, you know, your pictures and things like that on social media. So looking back on, like, your entire journey, like, what's one of the, what's the, do you have any regrets? Like, is there any part of your journey that you regret? Like, oh, I wish I did this differently. I wish I wouldn't have done this or I wish I would have did this. I would say my biggest thing was I wish I had got a business coach earlier on than later. Okay. That was the one thing that I regret that I didn't do earlier because once I did get a business coach because I was trying to do it so much on my own for a long time and it was very frustrating because you know when 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 you're doing it yourself you're not going to hold yourself accountable because you criticize you know we tend to criticize ourselves so much and sometimes you need somebody to step on your neck and be like you need to get your life together <laughs> and that was one of the biggest things that I regret not doing earlier was getting a coach because when I did that's when everything started to take them off of my business. Okay, awesome, awesome. So how can our listeners, how can anyone that's listening to this right now uh, book you? How can they support what it is that you're doing? How can they follow you? How can they pick up some of these gems that you're dropping <laughs> during yeah, this interview? So you can follow me on Facebook. Well, my makeup page is Art2C. That's A-R-T number two. See the beauty boutique that I'm on follow you can follow me on Facebook and also Instagram. Um if you're interested in the boutique beauty bosses, mastermind group is where I help other business owners build their online visibility. We have a private Facebook group of about right now a hundred members and we are growing every day. Um and that is why Facebook also is Boutique Beauty Bosses Mastermind Group and we Liddy in there. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much, Sierra. You have been an absolute joy to be able to talk to. Um, you're so inspiring, and I just want to go and do something oh, amazing right now. <laughs> Definitely find some way to be able to support this amazing, amazing woman. Um, thank you so much again, Sierra, for your time. I know you're about to go and Save the world in some incredible way, so we're going to let you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Support the show and Exquisite Radio at www.exquisiteinternetradio.com.